Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Act on Grassroots. So we're here today in Chislehurst for um, the game between Glebe FC and Irith and Belvedere in the Scaffold Premier Division. Uh, one of the reasons we came here today was because sixth place Glebe, not doing too bad overly, but not really threatening the promotion favourites. Um, but they are up against Irith and Belvedere, who are currently sitting top of the tree. And if everything goes their way today, Irith and Belvedere, with a win here and results going their way um, between the Phoenix and Homesdale game, you could could see you could see Irith and Belvedere promoted. So we're just sat in our game. The game's just started. Um, we've had a bit of a tinny music system. Um, but Glebe are in their red and black, kicking from left to right. Irith and Belvedere are in their white and blue, kicking from right to left. As you can imagine, that's the opposite. Um, and yeah, no, it's got quite a big game feel to it. Earlier on, we were just in the stand about 20 minutes ago and there really weren't a lot of people here at all. Um, but now it's filling up quite nicely. Um, Glebe's actually a really nice little setup. It's not um, as huge and um, sort of commercially nice on the eye as somewhere like Sheffield United. But it is um, but it's quite nice. They've got a really nice little clubhouse section, so you'd, you'd grab a beer and come outside. Um, and that's what people seem to be doing now. So, yeah, nice little pitch, good turnout. There was the threat of a pitch inspection earlier on, which, um, which it passed. But there's an awful lot of sand in the middle of the pitch. Um, the game is all flown now. Um, Irith from Belvedere are starting the better side. There's a back pass there. Oh, oh corner already. We're only about a minute or two in. There's a bit of a mistake at the back from Glebe. Um, so, the eldest of the Avery Juniors is with me today. What do we think the score is going to be today, mate? I'm saying 3 1 Irith from Belvedere. 3 1 Irith from Belvedere. So, would you take the win if you were Irith from Belvedere? Yeah, I'd take the win. Good, exactly. I'm going to go 2 0 Irith from Belvedere. They've had some decent results recently, Irith from Belvedere, but they've not been firing on all cylinders as they were at the start of the season. And Glebe have been a bit hot and cold. But I'm going to go. 2-0 Irith and Belvedere and we'll check in when anything happens um, we'll actually stay with this because there's a corner coming in from the left hand side due to that mistake corner comes in and it's cleared yeah cleared nicely by Glee. so we'll come back when there's any action we're only a couple of minutes in and Irith and Belvedere are really playing some nice stuff they won a foul in the middle of the park uh, and played a long ball up to the front line um, a nice call inside um, from the player on the edge of the box I believe it was the 10 who's tried to flick it over his shoulder where there was the right winger or the right midfielder um, was just waiting on the edge and he sliced it a little bit to be fair which was a shame because of the movement um, we've now got a player under 7 on the left hand side 
running with the ball. He's beat the full back at Glebe. Has he got it? There's a little bit of Arjvaj. It's a lovely cross in with the right foot from the left-hand side and headed again clear by Glebe. I remember when we watched Europe and Belvedere at the start of the season, me and Nick against Welling Town um, and also um, in their game against Erith Town um, a while ago. They, they, get the, they get the job done. They're, they're a good side and, and they're quick and they're, they're quite powerful up front. They're three boys up front, the seven and nine, and I can't see that other number over there. Um, he's got his, he's facing us, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, they're very powerful runners with the ball. Um, the seven is very right-footed, um, playing on the left wing. So the plan there is obviously to cut in or, or pull the ball back um, when you get to the byline to get across. But yeah, I've been very the, the few times I've seen here from Belvedere this season, I've been uh, I've been really impressed with them. Bleak nearly just having a chance there on the right-hand side. Um, that just just went wide. Which number was it? Eleven. Number eleven for Glebe. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's a game that I think Eric and Belvedere should win. Um, they'll be disappointed if they don't. Obviously, how they're doing this season. Um, but I've been impressed with the Deers this season. I think if they do get promoted as champions, that'll be um, worthy champions. You know, apart from a few little blips here and there, they've done well. Um, but if they was to go into second place the way the playoff situation is, as we explained in the last um, era of town game, um, I'd quite fancy them against some of the teams at the bottom of uh, step four. They're, they've got good outfit, they're doing well, and they've, they've got a lot of ambition. Erith and Belvedere come close to um, taking the lead then. We're only, what, seven minutes into the game. A corner comes in from the left-hand side. Keeper does well to get up and punch it clear, but he doesn't really get enough on it. He can't catch it. Um, it basically just goes straight up, straight down. The nine who's on within the six-yard box, pretty much a free header, heads it and it goes over the bar. But, yeah, it's uh, yes. Erith and Belvedere, they seem a lot more confident on the ball. Um, than Glebe and it's uh, yeah nice nice to see there's a lot of talking um, we heard their manager on the side say that communication is key um, which was a really important thing obviously to say ironically because he's communicating well um, but communication is key and they're really talking well like a lot of um, a lot of where players need to be what need to do and you can hear it in the background now there's a lot a lot of talking that's a great ball here on the left hand side and that's a Erith throw. We're going to stay with this because Erith, when they do push forward, they, they do look good. Um, so we're going to stay with this now. The seven on the left-hand side again with his right foot curls it beautifully with the outside of his foot up the wing, um, which wins the throw. Um, throw coming in from the eight now, uh, just by us in the stand. So he's just going to come in. There's not much room to actually have a run-up between the stand and the uh, stand and the side of the pitch. There's a big pole there, so obviously something to get him on. Nice big throw from the eight. That's a great throw. Flick on. Oh, oh, the keeper punches it clear again. Picture, the keeper literally just punched up someone's head. Clip back into the 10. Yes, there we go. 1 0 to the Deers. I'm glad we stayed with this. Yeah, what, what a great header. Really nice build up play there by uh, Irith and Belvedere. And uh, you know, we're only 10 minutes in nearly. Deservedly taking the lead. 1 0 Irith and Belvedere. Irith and Belvedere now double the lead in only 12 minutes. A really, really nice run on that left-hand side by the seven again. I really need to find out what his name is. Um, really, really good good run down the left-hand side. Cuts it back. Um, he's just in front of the stand. It hits a really nice diagonal cross back across um, to the far post. Headed back in and then the 10 volleys in superbly. Keeper has absolutely no chance. This will be a big high-scoring game if it stays like this. And this is no disrespect to Glebe. But Irith and Belvedere, they're, they're coming here to do a job. And what a job they're doing so far. The talking, the communication, the, the way they're, they're tracking and, and just, you know, really just playing for each other is superb. We'll keep, we'll keep it going from the kickoff just so if you can hear something. They're tuning up now and they're sprinting towards the back line. Tuning up 12 minutes. He's closed that down well. 
but you can hear them you can hear how they're all encouraging each other this is really really good stuff i'm really impressed with hearing from belvedere today um i think they're playing really some good stuff the seven again has just done really really well um on the left hand side um he's got the ball well um gone on oh that's a founder in the park so the seven's got the ball on the left hand side run down the wing gone to the byline we've got the crossing but unfortunately he's not on the end imagine imagine dear listener if you will the gareth bell goal um against barcelona and copa del rey when he ran off the pitch um and no one thought he'd keep it in imagine that but in chiselhurst just why there's a little bit of a break here um we will just have a quick look at the teams because glebe this is a new stadium for for us um on acton grassroots we've been to uh, see glebe before but that was away at phoenix sports who ironically um they need to be losing for Eric and belvedere to win the league and they're currently one up um against homestead but uh, yes yeah, so just have a quick look at the history of glebe so they were found in 1995 uh, nicknamed the foxes uh, I think it might be because they're on Foxbury Road, you never know, or Foxbury Avenue, wherever it's called. Um, they were founded as the junior side of Glebe Glowtrotters um, in 1995 by the chairman Ricky McMillan and his wife Grace. And they were initially based in West Wickham and uh, started with just an under-8s team who um, obviously grew and progressed and done really, really well. Um, there's, it says just for a moment here, but for years Glebe were nomads, seemingly unable to grow a permanent home first two seasons the senior side ground shared with Holmesdale um, but now obviously they are here in Chiselhurst which is a uh, really nice a nice little setup as we've said or Glebe Abershot and Keeper Just Saves um, just to have a look at some of the honours they've won so they were Skeppel Division 1 champions in 2016 they won the Kent Invicta League Cup in 2015-16 as well uh, London FA Senior Trophy winners in 15-16 and London FA Senior Trophy runners up in 16-17 so you know they've got a pretty decent history especially in the last sort of 10 uh, 15 years when it comes to uh, non-league honours and titles um, as we know from last season's uh, Acton Grassroots shows and just covering Skeppel as closely as we did they were looking um, they were looking at getting promoted it was between really Chatham Glebe and uh, who else went up Sheppey Sheppey um, it was between those three um, for promotion Glebe were doing really well for the majority of the season but then it just sort of fell away at the end um, and this season there's a little bit of an air of a rebuild I went on their Twitter earlier on and they were talking about the game um, and they were saying about uh, uh, somebody commented about rebuilding how we're getting on uh, the visitors history um, Elwood from Belvedere kind of got the ball a little bit hard number uh, but Elwood from Belvedere is a team we know quite well we've covered them a few times um, on this show um, they celebrate their centenary year um, Brian Sperrell who's behind the goal ironically he's their historian and stato we're going to have a chat with him soon um, maybe at half time just have a little interview with him so he gets on he's um, he's does a lot of good work behind the scenes um, so they were formed in 2022 um, and they've also been a little bit around all over the place um, with different names and that kind of thing um, they've also changed their badge um, they've got a different kind of deal on the front um, but yeah they're, they're one of the more well-known ones in the league level um, they're just ironically from Belvedere left-hand side of a throw throwing comes in near post again and it goes out for a corner but yeah so there's your historical breakdown of both teams um, last year I mean even this year as well but last year this was a big fixture um, as in Galib were going for the title and Irith and Belvedere were in the top six but now the roles are reversed um, Irith and Belvedere are going for the title and, and Glebe are in the top six so it's uh, yeah it's, it's always interesting watching these games because you know every other season you can have different teams challenging for titles so it's definitely something to keep your keep your eye on I've also been politely informed I may have said um, centenary year and then founded in 2022 
which doesn't even make it one year, let alone centenary. So apologies if that last voice note was incorrect. Glebe have been given another free kick on the edge of the area. A little bit of a cynical little foul there um, by Ira from Belvedere that stops the play. Referee's walking back the ball now. The number three is standing over the ball. It's a good angle from here. I'd say this now. If he scores from this, um, it'll be angle of the day. Just a shame I can't film it and, uh, and record my voice notes at the same time. Um, so it's now about to come in, sort of just to the right-hand side slightly. Um, off on the left foot, nicely swung round. It didn't go in. So the angle doesn't mean anything. Too new for Melbourne. And now they half the lead, um, Gleave, and they've now made it 2-1. The ball's played through to the back line really quite nicely. Um, and then it's one-on-one with a goalkeeper just inside the 18-yard box. Rolls it into the bottom corner. Keeper's got no chance, really. It was nicely put, wasn't it? Nicely put away. Um, the, the defensive line was beaten a bit easily, I will say. I, st- I still think that Irith and Belvedere have been a more dominant side. I think the last 10, 15 minutes, it's been a little bit quiet compared to... Our, uh, the first what the first quarter of an hour 20 minutes they were like a freight train nothing was stopping them um, but still still 2-1 it's not a bad little cushion to have um, as we're about to go into half time we've still got five minutes to go um, and then yeah it, it, it certainly makes it a lot more interesting now um, 2-1's always one of those score lines that's always hard um, to keep hold of if you're uh, if you're an attacking team they always say it's always bad when their team scores before half time but we'll, we'll see how this goes because um, Glebe have been a little bit better in, like, in the last 15, 20 minutes. But um, not too much more to really threaten here from Belvedere. And the, I mean, this just shows really um, the urgency in the game. The ball's just gone back to the goalkeeper, to his feet. He can pick it up. Um, and he was literally stood with it under his foot for about a minute. And no one was running towards him. And you think they've just scored uh, Glebe. It's 2 1. You know, sort of, you can arguably say the momentum was with them because of that last goal, but they just literally let the goalkeeper stand there with foot on the ball um, without realising that they need to close it down. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, it's been an entertaining first half. Good tackle by um, Eric from Belvedere there as, as Gleeber attacking down the right hand side, and the goalkeeper again is just standing there, and no one's closing down, and he picks it up. Rolling up to half time, three minutes to go half time here at Foxbury and we're back in the bar where it's a little bit warmer um, but it's currently Irith and Belvedere who are leading Glebe two goals to one um, not a bad half of football in truth I think as I said in an earlier voice note um, Irith and Belvedere really come out of the traps well like they really really played well um, and the way they was attacking they wanted to get uh, the job done um, and Glebe aren't a bad side where they are in the league so to be that dominant in the opening 20-30 minutes uh, was a real statement. Glebe slowly got back more into the game, but not really were threatening too much. There were some cheap free kicks given um, by the referee. Uh, not cheap as in the referee shouldn't have given, but they were silly little fouls, like little trips, um, which saw Glebe have a few chances on the edge of the penalty area, but they didn't really do a lot with them. Um, and I'd say um, it was the goal deserved. I, I wouldn't necessarily say so, but you know, they took their chance and they've made it 2-1 at the moment. Glebe have to do more if they're going to get anything out of this game. Um, and Erith and Belvedere, the way they're going at the moment, they will still win this quite comfortably. I thought we'd be a bit more comfortable than 2-1 the way the half started. But that's football. That's non-league football for you, listener. Um, it's enjoyable. It's unpredictable. And, you know, that's why we come to these games. Um, I had a look at my list earlier on. Uh, this is my ninth non-league game this season. Um, I had 10 last year, so that's 19 games I've been to so far in two seasons. 
Um, that doesn't include um, some of like the Mill Lionesses games I saw or other um, other grassroots games I was a part of. But none of the games I've seen um, have been goalless. So you know, there's there's always goals in these games. So Avery uh, Junior, who's the eldest, what did you think of the half? It was an all right half. I think Erith and Belvedere were definitely the more dominant team. I don't really think that the goal was deserved, like you said. What, from Glebe? Yeah, from Glebe. It was just that defenders switched off for a second and the ball's gone over and they've just put it in the bottom corner. Yeah, but we don't, we don't want to be too harsh on Glebe, you know. They're, 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 yeah. they're, 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 I don't, just don't think they're at the calibre of Eric and Belvedere. Oh, and we're currently in the pub at the moment, um, or in the bar, should I say, and Notts County have taken the lead against Wrexham. So, uh, yeah, there's grassroots on the telly. And this is a level that hopefully one day one of these two teams might get to. But yeah, so uh, yeah, two two one um, I'd say is is probably a little bit generous for Glebe, but um, you know there's there's only one goal in it, and it makes for a competitive fixture. So uh, up the deers and up the foxes, and final word for the for half time. Anything could happen in the second half, I think. Anything can happen indeed. That's why we love non-league grassroots football. So we're just at the start of the second half now, and we're we're with uh, Irith and Belvedere, club historian and stato, as your uh, Twitter says, <laughs> isn't that right? Yeah, and secretary. Yes, yeah, so Brian Spurrell, or as uh, pronounced, be pronounced if it's Continental Spurrell, which we might like as well, but we'll let him decide, we'll let him decide what it is. What did you make of the first half, Brian? Well, we started like a train, didn't we? We started well, got two early goals, and relaxed a little bit. They got more territory, and they got a nice little goal there from Phil Potter, who's always dangerous. Well, the, the, our second goal in particular was a beaut, wasn't it? it was, um, yeah. Billy Bennett, uh, the volley was uh, fabulous. Yeah, it was, no, it was a great finish, yeah, especially from the header back across goal, wasn't yeah. it? I think, I Anthony, think Anthony Adesite, that was uh, he was who got the first goal, so he mm-hmm. scored the first, made the second. I think, to be honest with you as well, without trying to be too disrespectful to Glebe, because it's, it's a nice setup, it's a nice pitch, you know, it seems with quite a good little atmosphere here. Um, I, I'm not sure... If, if they deserve the goal per se, I think um, Irith and Belvedere, even even when it was a little bit sort of slower, they were really in control of the game. Um, but you know, two two one, yeah. you're still still in the driving seat. We gave, we gave, gave them a bit too much territory, I think, and uh, they capitalised on that. Yeah, exactly. And we, we, were just, we were behind the goal first half, was waiting for it to come down our way all the time. Yeah, and we were just saying as well, seven seven points needed from the last four. How do we think the season overall started? Because I mean, your season's a bit like that first half, really, like an absolute freight yeah. train at the beginning, yeah. but it's uh, all. Um, sort of come away slightly, isn't it? We were tearing up the record books to begin with. Um, 11 wins to start with, it was like, as a stato, I, I, it reminds you of Tottenham 1960-61, win the first 11 games, and then lost and drew a couple. But um, Tony Beckingham, who was the manager for the first 18 games of the season, we won 15, drawn two, lost one. Yes, they're then, great stats, you know, fantastic yeah. stats. Oh, terrific, yeah. And we were well clear, but um, had a disagreement with the chairman and, and resigned. Then Andy Constable, who was uh, second in command, took over, won his first five games. Then we had a little blip. We had uh, one win in seven. Mm. And um, the pack became a little bit closer. And uh, the board thought we'd better freshen things up a little bit. And 
moved the management team across and had got a new management team in. And about Lunkhurst, who's got bags of experience at the next level, step four. Yeah. Well, we was, um, you and I, you and I were saying privately um, before the game um, over social media. Yeah. That it's uh, you know with, with the way the the playoff system is with the tier five teams and tier four, um, it, it's quite tricky in the sense it becomes like a little bit of a round robin playoff thing, doesn't it, between the, the team who finished top and those who are near the bottom of, of tier four. But you've got a good chance, haven't you? you, you you've got a good chance if, if we if we win this today, we're on 81 points and we're clear we're assured of second place at least. Exactly. Which would, would put us in the playoffs of the worst. Yeah, and, and that was the thing. I mean, we like Nick and I, who, who we do the shows with, mm. he, we went down to Sheffield United versus Beckenham uh, the other week, and they're two good sides there. But I mean, the way you've played this season from the games I've seen, let's not get too carried away and say you'd, you'd, you'd beat the Sheffies, and then, but you'd, you'd definitely yeah. give them a game, certainly. But no, it's, uh, it's Danny Lear coming on from Marcus Elliott there. Dan, Danny's very dangerous up front. He's. Um, one of our top, one of our top scorers is still at the club. We had a couple, our two top scorers have left, Tony Adaronmu and uh, Nathan Palmer, who have left recently. Onto bigger, better things. Um, From our point of view, no. Nathan Nathan's onto Wellington. Actually. I'm not sure where. Uh, oh, Tony's back at Beckenham, where he did we did uh, he pulled up trees last season. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I gotcha, yeah. But no, but sir. Danny came to us originally on loan from Ramsgate, and um, he scored 20 goals last season. He's on 18 this season, so he's. So a decent return, and you, and, you, decent and, return. and you do you do you do find as well some of these non-league teams in the nicest, and not not necessarily Europe from Melbourne here, but it's a little bit of a merry-go-round, don't they? Where they they sort of go do circuits. Uh, um, I think Dave Martin, who's at Phoenix yeah. this season, had about three or four clubs last year. So so yeah, he's had nice. two games with us. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly yeah. the start of the season. That's Quite right. Few, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then he went on to um, the pitching in, in South East, didn't he? With, um, yeah. Yeah. But no, good catch up, Brian. Um, I'll, uh, I'll let you enjoy the rest of the game now. Oh, yes. And uh, Brian, also, um, you wrote the centenary book, uh, 100 Years of Ear from Belvedere, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Century of Beers. Century of the Beers. There we are, yeah. So, um, the look- Century of Beers in that it covers 100 years of the club. And it also focuses on a hundred of the personalities who've been with the club over the years. So, century of days meaning two two meanings really. And how much is the book? It's twelve pounds, and it's from acod acod at gmail dot com. People can uh, contact me through that uh, email address. Or if they um or if they go or, to or, or they come down to the ground. Or yeah. they come down to the ground. Yeah. So if you, if you're a sort of non-league uh, aficionado. I think that's the word, isn't it? Fishinado. Fishinado. I missed that in. <laughs> Apologies. Um, but yeah, so, so get that book. And also, yeah. just one more thing as well. Uh, you done well on Popmaster a few years back, am I right in saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I was um, Champions League runner-up in 2021, yeah. Oh, Popmars, there we are. And, and uh, do we still listen now, now Ken Bruce has moved? Um, not as regularly. It's not, not as easy to get Radio 2 where I am. But, um, I've listened to a few of them. Oh, so there we are, I would have yeah. been, been, champ- been champion if it hadn't been for Johnny Cash. Yeah. That one Johnny Cash question. But the guy who won, the guy who beat me in the final, uh, came down to a match last autumn. He came down from uh, Ross and Y, where he lives. Oh, and who did he follow? I, I, I hope we beat him. But no, he's a, he's a, he's a Liverpool supporter. Oh, right. <laughs> he's Ross and Y. But he came all the way to Era, especially to, to meet me and have and watch a game. I hope he didn't rub your nose in the fact he beat you. Or have Johnny Cash as a ringtone. He, ne- he never does, no. no. <laughs> his last question was about Silver Black. Oh, and, he, and if I got his last question, I'd have won it. Oh, there we are. There. I always reminded of that. So it's a, so it's a fine margins in non-league and fine margins in pop master. Absolutely. There you are, dear listener. And one, one last thing. If um, if you get the book, 
you'll find out the only person to have both played against the Deers and appeared in Blackadder. And who was that? <laughs> oh, there we are. No, you've got to buy the book. Fine, man. I, I'm, I'm going to press sense and no one hears what the answer is, but I'm going to ask him off mic. But yeah, get the book and uh, enjoy Popmaster. Here from Belvedere, just literally on the edge of the penalty um, area, about to take a free kick. Who's the two who's going to take it, Brian? I've got a co-commentator this week. <laughs> That's Theo Osimpaloran, who joined us recently, one of Matt Lancaster's signings. Oh, OK, yeah, there we are. So, um, as we can hear there, we're expecting a follow-up. Basically, here from Belvedere, we're on the attack. Um, referee does well to play the advantage. I think the ref's had a good game so far. Um, he um, played the advantage, see what would happen, pulled it back for the free kick. Um, we're now lining up this free kick here, number two. The wall is ready to go. Referees are walking back now. We're about to blow the whistle. We are literally about 19 yards out. If this hits the target, this is in. Oh, it's hit the wall. Everyone's calling for handball. They're not going to give that. There's a follow-up shot on the outside. Keeper holds well. Here from Belvedere, not happy, but you know, really should have beat the wall personally. They're saying it's a handball where it hit the wall. The wall should have been beaten, but 2-1. It still is to Here from Belvedere. Here from Belvedere with another free kick on the left-hand side here. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting a little bit kicky out there from Glebe. Um, the bench aren't overly happy. So we're now just on the left-hand side. The ref blows the whistle, indicator can be taken. Mr. Two swings it in. That's a lovely free kick. Bounce is good. Oh, that's unlucky. The keeper gab as well. The, uh, the management era of here, the management era of here from Belvedere, you can hear them really, really getting their team um, you know, motivated and going and considering that they've uh, Glebe have just tried to run on the break there here from Belvedere just won the ball back and cleared it um, I think yeah it's got a little bit kicky I was just saying to my co-commentator Brian here he's a bit like Martin Tyler to our Gary Neville ain't that right Brian? I was once Trevor Brook into the other guy's mutty. We've got to be careful, Trevor Brook, in the Millwall podcast. Got to be careful. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. careful, no, careful that one. Um, but no, it's got a little bit kicky. I'm only joking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got a little bit kicky out there. But it's um, yeah, it's still, still still a good game. We've got about well, about 15, 20 minutes left to go. Um, another goal for here from Belvedere would obviously secure the fixture and make it a little bit less squeaky bum. Um, but yeah, Ilford from Belvedere are in in command of the game and they've also it's quite a downhill pitch um, the, um, the way they're kicking area from Belvedere so hopefully the momentum should be with them we um, me and Nick who do this main show um, obviously have uh, been to a few grounds this season what would you say is probably the nicest ground in Scaffold putting your bias aside that's a very good question the, the, they're also the, different the, aren't they well very different yeah. the, the best the best away day along with nicest ground I think would say Whitstable last October. Uh, it was the last really sunny day of these of Indian summer we had. I was sitting on the harbour side eating ski seafood, went down to the ground. Very nice welcome and great bar afterwards. It was a two two draw, they they equalised in ninety seventh minute, but it was apart from that, perfect day out. Yeah, I think I think Fisher, um, either have been there recently or they're there today and they're making a big thing of it being a bit like a sort of weekend away type thing because as you say it's quite a nice uh, quite a nice place. But um yeah, so would you would you say it's Whitstable then is probably your favourite? From this season certainly, yeah. Um, some of the other guys you see behind the goal would have, I think they voted Deal as their ground of their away trip of the season because we won there and it's a very professional ground setup, good, good setup. Yeah, no, it is a nice setup. But I think for me, I think I think I do like um, I like here in Belvedere how close it is to the pitch. Um, got a nice little bar area there as well. Always important. We do highlight the importance of bars. You a yeah. drinker, Brian, or not really? 
<laughs> not a heavy drinker. You see me on the red wine after a game. Oh, after a PBR. Absolutely. A nice. Is it a Rioja, Brian? <laughs> it's whatever they give me. It's a Merlot, generally. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's whatever they can get from the local Tesco. That's right. But, um, yeah, no, I have yeah. to say, one, one, one I did do like as well is, um, is Phoenix Sports because it it's, really, it's, a, it's a real bizarre one. I've tried to explain it to listeners who haven't been. It, it's kind of like a really big like cricket pavilion, isn't yeah, it? That's with, right. um, yeah. with like um, the bar next door to it. But yeah, I like that. We'll stay with this now. Eric and Belvedere, I'll say about 10, 15 yards outside the penalty area to give him a free kick. Um, referee's going to walk back the wall. Eric and Belvedere management aren't happy. Um, they feel they should be allowed to play a bit more, Brian, but I think that was probably the right decision. Mm. But we'll see. So the ref's walking back the wall now, as we can see, or as I'm explaining. That's Billy Bennett, the 10, who was at Sheffield last season, won the title with them. Yes, you're right, yes. He, uh, yeah, I think he's been quite instrumental today. He's not been as um, as nippy and pacey as some of your wide players who might get more accolades, but I think he's had a good, uh, he's had a good uh, game so far, the 10. The grand show was Stansfeld. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, uh, we played yeah. Stansfeld in December. It was a bizarre experience. We're standing behind the goal and there's ice and snow. I don't know how the game finished, to be honest. I actually said as well, um, slightly off topic from this game, I said that I think Stansfield have been um, have been a surprise package in the Prem this season. They're very well, so, they? yeah. because I think because I came down here last season for um, the uh, Skeffel, was it the Challenge Cup game with Fisher, yeah. where Fisher yeah. were quite were very dominant. Um, and considering Fisher were about mid table last year towards the bottom, and that was in Division One. I'm not sure if that was handball, but still was back to the goalkeeper. But that was in Division 1. There was a clear difference between the Skeffield Prem Division 1. But I think yeah. they've done quite well since getting promoted. They've done very well, yeah. I mean, I the, the, the bizarre thing about that game was watching the game with ice and snow on the ground and listening to a World Cup quarter-final at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Port- Portugal-Morocco was the same. and Belvedere on the attack again. A ball played out wide to the 11 from the 8 after a nice little bit of build-up play on the right-hand side. Ball's going to be played back to the captain now. Oh, they are not happy. That's a late, that's a late tackle there from uh, from the Glebe number twelve. I think did he just say, Brian, that he's just come on? Yeah. This this goes this goes in with the this goes with a theory of people thinking if they've come on or you know it's their first challenge they get away with I've one. I've only just come on. <laughs> But the thing is, it's, it, it, was a, it was a late tackle. It, it stopped a build-up of play. Yeah. He, he can feel a little bit hard done by where he's not been on the pitch long enough, but it doesn't make you on the pitch one minute or 90 minutes, you know. It's only in the sense that he's the one to be booked and the other two haven't been in, the, in previous... Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what I mean. He might think it's a little yeah. bit harsh there. Um, but yeah, so we'll stay with this now. Again, on the left, the two's probably going to whip this in. What is a fine now in, in, semi, in semi-pro level with uh, yellow cards and all that? That's probably, what, about 20 quid? 12. 12. Uh, That's not far off from when I used to play. I <laughs> <laughs> definitely weren't this level. Um, right, so here we go now on the left-hand side. Who pays the fines anyway, the player or the club? And the, the club passes on to the player. Team Bright as well. Even though that, that might be, I feel sorry for him, that might have been his beer money after the game. Free kick coming in from the left-hand side now. Let's see what happens here. It's a bit too far away. Let's watch that line. That's a lovely whipped in. The keeper's caught it again. I'll tell you what, there's been a few of these. I'll tell you what, if this, if Glebe do get, if Glebe do get back into this game, um, which I'd be surprised if they do, but if they do get back into this game, um, I think it'll be because of things like that, Brian, in truth, don't you? you like, how many free kicks now? Or yeah, corners had, of the keeper just plucked out the air? Had a few chances, and it's, the longer it goes on at 2-1, the more you're risking something happening at the other end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
here from Belvedere again. They're huffing and puffing, um, but that hash just isn't being blown in. Um, the right-hand side, again, the seven, had a really, really good drive. That, oh, blimey, Glebe nearly scored. Um, yeah, and he's spot on there, the manager, to be honest with you. Once again, um, it was a really nice run down the right-hand side by the seven. What's the seven's name in one? Oh, Prince Dumafrigi. Yeah, very good player. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably man of the match today, I'd say. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. from the first half. Um, he's, he's done a lovely run down the right-hand side, crossed it in, um, maybe a little bit too far back. He came back to uh, to another here from Belvedere player who's got the ball, tries to size up a shot. It's been blocked nicely. But then Gleave instantly broke down the other end, um, run down the touchline, and a very similar thing there. Um, the ball's come across and the Gleave player isn't, isn't tall enough, um, reminiscent of uh, Gaza in '96. Era from Belvedere, they'll be happy with the, the win if, if they get the win, but it, it should be a bit more comfortable than it is. Uh, five, six minutes left to go, I'd say, roughly. Um, and there's still two runs here from Belvedere. And we've got a red card now um, because Glebe were trying to sort of build up an attack and an era from Belvedere player. I can't see who it is. What number is he there? Leah. Daniel Leah. Daniel Leah, yeah. So he, um, yeah, basically, he, he, he was obviously already on a yellow card, but he's kicked the ball away. Um, and I'm guessing that yellow card was for unsporting conduct. So, yeah, Era uh, from Belvedere down to, the, to 10 men with about five, five minutes left to go, <coughs> which should include injury time as well. So, I mean, it's not made it harder for them because they're winning, but it's made it harder for them in the sense that it's, it's, it's a silly red, really. Um, I don't know the guy particularly well, obviously. I'm not sure if that's in his character. Brian won't agree because we, we don't have controversy on this pod. Totally out of character for Danny, yeah, he's... Uh... He's more fouled against than fouling, certainly. Yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, he's they're down to ten, and and now Glebe on the attack. across comes in from the right. Glebe now on the edge of the box. It's getting quite very squeaky bum now. Um, the era from Belvedere management aren't overly happy, to say the least. Cross now is going to come in from the left hand side. It's blocked well, and it goes out for a throw on. Still, still two one to the ten men era from Belvedere. Cross comes in. It's cleared. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely getting exciting. We're nearly finished now, and Brian is worried. Oh, we're finished. It's done. He, Brian just said to me, We've conceded two, or we being here from Belvedere, obviously, we're neutral in this pod when it comes to the non league. Um, they've conceded two 97th minute equalisers, so. Yeah, very, very happy. Good result for you from Belvedere. Um, what are you making of the game overall, Brian? While he's live tweeting. So, look, there, there we are. There's an inside <laughs> thing. You think it's a bot or it's some young media college dropout? No. No, it's me. It's Brian. <laughs> Book writer. The, the result's the main thing. It's the, the performance is neither here nor there, really, after this. But we've got the three points. We need four more points for the title. And that's, all we, that's the bottom line. And how many more games left? Three. Three. Four from three. So we, we, we've yep. got we've got Tuesday night we're home to deal next Tuesday. So um, Oh, there we are, Dennis. Next, next Tuesday, if anyone fancies it. So, uh, yeah. So it's, this is uh, Michael Avery with Brian Sparrow signing off. We're going to have a quick up the deers. Up the deers. Up the deers. Up the deers. There we go. And thank you for listening, dear listener, to this Act on Grassroots. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.